June 13th was the release date of Jennifer Ackerman's newest book, What an Owl Knows, The New Science of the World's Most Enigmatic Birds. Like all Jennifer Ackerman's work, this book is extensively researched, beautifully written, and comprehensive. What an Owl Knows covers the gamut, the role owls play in art, culture, and the human imagination, how researchers study such secretive birds, their amazing vision and hearing, what we understand about their complex vocalizations, owl behavior, including courtship, nesting, and migration, their intelligence, and what we can do to protect them. Ackerman manages to accurately explain complex concepts in her clear and engaging style such that even an interested fifth grader could understand complicated nuances of owl physiology and morphology. I feel a little awkward reviewing this splendid book because Ackerman quotes me rather extensively in one chapter, An Owl in the Hand, Learning from Captive Birds, regarding my education screech owl Archimedes, and also my online Owls of Harry Potter, in which I call myself Professor McGonagall. Mentioning me was ever so gratifying, but I'm far from the main focus of this chapter, which Ackerman starts with Greek mythology's Athena and her sacred pet, Merlin's owl Archimedes and T.H. White's The Sword and the Stone, and Harry Potter's Hedwig before she moves on to real life. It didn't surprise me that Teddy Roosevelt had a barn owl among his childhood menagerie, but I did not know that Florence Nightingale had a pet owl named Athena, that Picasso had a pet owl he considered his muse, nor that the founder of the New York Herald, James Gordon Bennett Sr., collected live owls, a fascination that may have been sparked during the Civil War one night when he was at sea and a hooting owl awoke him in time to keep his boat from running aground. The meat of this chapter is about owl experts studying captive owls, including Minnesota's own Gail Buell of the Raptor Center and Carla Blome, founder of the International Owl Center in Houston County, and her famous great-horned owl, Alice. Ackerman interviewed a host of experts who've lived or worked with captive owls, and she writes about the fascinating insights these authorities have made regarding owl sensory capacity, behaviors, vocalizations, and emotions, and also about the lovely bonds forged between many of these researchers and their avian subjects. And this is just one of nine chapters. What an Owl Knows is chock-full of interesting facts, some new to me, such as how researchers detect REM patterns in sleeping barn owls. The most mind-blowing factoid for me was about how owls process sounds in the visual center of their brains, their pupils dilating when they hear a noise. This was interesting enough, but this research led to the development of hearing tests for newborn babies. When my grandson Walter was born, I wondered how they could possibly test his hearing while he was still in the hospital. He sure wasn't able to press a button when he heard a tone. But thanks to owl research, pediatricians can now detect babies' responses to sounds 
by watching their pupils. I received my reviewer's copy of What an Owl Knows free from the publisher, but even if I hadn't been mentioned in it, this is a book I would have happily paid full price for, knowing how wonderful Jennifer Ackerman's other books are. I quickly devoured it, but doubt if I'll ever be done referring to it. What an Owl Knows is so rich in useful information that I'll be keeping it within easy reach from now on. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds. <laughs>